ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and members of the Chacha Nation. My name is Afis Tonova, aka your musical plug, creator of the Energy Force. Welcome to the first episode of the Chacha Eats Maker series. The Chacha Eats Maker series is where you get to know those behind the smashing eats, the top charting singles, and of course, the award winning album. This series also allows you to learn one or two things about music production. So, yes, if you are an aspiring or an upcoming music producer, then this is the series you need to listen to. This first episode was actually recorded in 2020. Remember, the Chacha Eats Maker series is being brought to you by Absolute Art Media. And without wasting much of your time, let me allow my first music producer to introduce himself. Yeah, yeah, yes, so, yes, so, yes, so, it's your boy, oh. <laughs> Oba Amin. That's my name then. People, all, people know me as Prince Amin. Previously, Lil Prince Amin. So, that is my name. You're welcome to the show. All right. Uh, thank thank you. you, I mean, for being here. It's a great honor being with you today. Thanks for having me. I'm really, I'm really honored. All right. So let's just dive into it. Tell us about your production journey. Well, um, I started the whole musical journey around, um, I think, 2002, thereabout. I started as um, a recording artist. Okay. Yeah. I I used to go. I started. Uh, I used to go to a studio around Festac. Uh, to record my songs, the, the, the name of the producer I still remember is a very good friend. Still, we are still friends till now. Um, Rossi TMK. Okay. So I used to I go to that studio to record my songs. Then, so the first song I did was a, a situational song. Uh, I could remember that that period was around December. So I actually went to I took the we did the instrumental. We didn't record the song because uh, there was no time to record the song. So. I took the instrumentals. We then usually, though they still do that stuff. Um, um, Today, uh, festival, all this festival, festival carnival, carnival stuff. Yeah. You know, they still do it till till date though. So I took it to a carnival then at um, fall to around first act. So I performed with the song. I, you know, it wasn't it wasn't a, 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 an easy task, but I I pulled through because I performed with just instrumentals the first time in my yeah, life. Bro. You understand? Though the MCD. What was his name? Um, I still remember the. He's a good friend of mine. Now we are both close friends. Um, um, Oxygen, the MC actually yabbed me that day. So, you know, Simon, he recorded uh, in some finish. So me and I still help and manage them with instrumental in particular. Like that. <laughs> yeah. So, so I remember um, those days clearly. So, um, we, I, I had a friend. We were still. All these people are still my friends though too much we go to the studio together is very talented artist we record together we do stuffs together then like with when it comes to music so after that period then i gained admission to ladoke akitola university that was um when the whole musical production journey started you know my first software i still remember who bought it for me i play media um Kayode, you know that's his name kadri so he got the first set of my uh, softwares, you know, that I used in practicing because mostly, majorly, I've actually, you know, this thing is, um, if you need to have the interest in it. Okay. If you don't have interest, interest. In, in these stuffs, whenever you want to, when, whenever you want to learn something, you need to have that flair and interest for that particular thing you want to ne- learn. So he actually got, I told him I want to dive in into production. He bought the idea. He said it's a very good idea. So he got my software. So i i i got the software then i was i was using a friend's system 
at first, you know, before resuming school, I started the whole practice in Festac. You know, I go to use its, um, its system. Even um, I installed the software on Kyode's system too then. So I use the system to practice. I learned the, the Fruity Loop. Uh, the software is still well up to date. Now then it used to be Fruity Loop 2 or so thereabouts. So, and Q, uh, Cakewalk, you know. So I, I use those softwares to practice and train back to back, back to back till I gain admission. Then when I gained admission, I stopped for a while, the 100 level, because the 100 level was hectic. Because I, 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 yeah, school stress, yeah. I resumed very late, you know. That actually affected my GP, you know. I resumed very late. So I had to stop the whole production until like 200, because I was squatting at that particular time. So that 200 level, I started the production journey back. Then um, I had to go back to squatting because they, they, they gave me money to rent my apartment. apartment. So I actually used that money to get my personal system, you know. So I actually still squatted for another one year. Yeah. You understand? Because I needed that system to continue that journey. So when I actually, after that, um, so I, I, I was now getting to know the whole in and out of the software you know so then from there i started um i started having customers and i started making money from production so to cut the story short so you you need to always have this flair for whatever you want to do take risk because actually the risk i took that particular time was not paying my rent okay. you know at school i had to squat for another one year you know so I took that risk and it paid off because when I got to 300 level, I, the, the money they gave me for a rent, I, I had the rent, they gave me, they, they, they give me 80K for the house they, they thought I was living, living in. in. So I left that house to a bigger house. I was paying 180. I, I did that till I left the school, you know. The, I had a very big um, room. I made one side of the room my studio. You understand? I had courtyard, good toilet, good bedroom. It's like a bungalow, you know. Okay. So, so I I paid I paid for the remaining three years that I spent in the school. I paid the remaining hundred extra key to the eighty k I collected from collect from my dad. Okay. You understand? So yeah. I had money. I had customers. I had and my school stuff was still going on. And so sometimes those risks pay off. So it's not it's not a bad idea if you take some certain risk to kick off your career all right so yeah. um you mentioned that you started off as a recording artist yes at what point did you decide to say okay you know what let me switch into music production was it was it because you know you felt like oh a moment this music will go pay me my go do production or what exactly you know inspired or motivated that position that um decision to switch to music production well um then when i was when, when i was still um when i usually i noticed that when i usually know i i have I always have this idea you know when it comes to instrumentals okay i always have this idea and i have this intonation when it comes to sound okay you know i have this deep intonation i know when the sound is not right and i know when it's wrong when it's supposed to you know yeah. so that was actually what kickstarted the whole idea of me going into music production you know you know, but I still, I, I, alongside, I was still building my musical career, career you know, I didn't stop because I could remember I did a song with Sound Sultan and Baba D then I was still in school. So a, a guy came to my studio, he was trying to get, he, he said he was trying to get some, um, 
he was trying to fix I, I forgot it i think he came with someone to my studio yes someone wants to record so he said he was trying to get that song and he wanted he went to his friend's studio uh, uh, his friend's um, hostel to get that song because he really he, 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 he heard the song he liked the song so he said he wanted he was looking for the song he went to his friend's hostel that his charger even got both got spot uh, along along the line you know so uh that really actually really uh, it it made it made me see my career in another level okay. though he didn't know i was the owner of the song, of the song. he thought it was for it he, he thought i just featured in the song he thought it was um, a sounds so town's new single song. you know so that was the whole but my musical career was still going on at that particular point and the production thing was still there too everything was going well but i took the production much more stronger serious. and serious than the music Okay, professionally now, how long will you say you've been doing music production? Eh, if we calculate it um, professionally, let's let's start let's start the calculation from to, when you started making money. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> from when I started making money, that's yes. two thousand and five, two thousand and six. That was like more than ten years now. Yeah, more than ten years. Old. Okay, so in in are there's been any artists like you've worked with in the past that have now become major artists, worldwide artists that will be that we know yeah number one is solista i did most of his um, projects uh, on his first album on the first album okay yeah i did most of his um, tell songs. us how, how how did that how did that come about the whole solista production yeah it was um my sister you know my sister is where well, we call my sister mc Eleru. you know she sells my immediate the one that's in the, the direct the one before me okay. you understand my senior sister so my immediate senior sister so he usually sells um stuff he knows um his boss then yeah oc achievers you know he sells stuff for them he moves around she moves around a lot you know she sells stuff like um clothes and um you know personal stuff you get so that was how he met um achievers music that is um oc achievers the owner of achievers music so then, then he told um, him that um, his uh, a brother is into music. music. Then he's a producer that he would um, want um, um, Solista to, to work, work with me. You understand? Then he said, "Oh, cool! That he's actually looking for a producer around because they keep going outside Festa to record and stuff like that." So that was how we got to know each other, and we clicked immediately. I swear, me and Solista, we clicked immediately. So and one thing I respect Solista for is he's always ready to record. Like when it comes to the studio, the the old lyrics and everything is is in his head. All we just do is put it together, do a very good beat, and voila, he's recording already, doing his stuff. So I respect him a lot for that. You know, he's 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 someone I really respect when it comes to music. But, but a lot of people don't know that. You know, you get he's a very very talented artist. But you know, but I I I I know the sky is his limit. He's still on board though, and everything is still yeah, going on well. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Solista is one of the household names. Yeah, household name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but a lot of people don't know that he's he's someone that takes his music very seriously. He's not one of those people because most what people see is different. You know, when mm -hmm. they, they see Solista that smokes, that you know, yeah. You so know, they, but they don't know when it comes to his business. When it comes to music, it takes it very serious. Like. He, he, his, his lyrics is always up there he comes to the studio and just drop you know um, aside from solista which um just mention like three other artists that you've worked with i've worked with um 
Sound Sultan, Peace. Okay. I've worked with a couple of celebrities, celebrities too, you know, that featured on production I did they or mix, mix like okay. I did, like Two Face, Fino, uh, uh, what's his name, Reminis, um, a lot of artists, Ill Bliss, right. and you know. So far, so good. Which artist, which of these popular artists that you've worked with, will you say was a difficult one to work with, and why was it difficult? um i i would say sound sultan because um he's a i wouldn't say he's a perfectionist he always wants everything to go well you know he's, he's, he's one finally when when after the old stress you always see the result you understand so i feel he's actually the person that i've actually you know he's a very talented artist That's so he always he knows what he wants you know so i feel like he's like the most difficult artist i've worked with Okay, so um, there's always this debate, you know, going up in Nigeria, and I won't lie to you. This is probably one of the major reasons why I decided to start um this series. Mm -hmm. That a lot of music producers in Nigeria do not get the credit, or let me say, the fame or the recognition that they deserve. You know, like we all know about oh the whiskey, the David, but most times we really don't know those people responsible for making those hit songs. So, what is your own take about the whole issue of? Nigeria, how do you feel like the Nigerian producers? How do you feel they've been treated so far in the music industry? Um, they, they, I feel that in that aspect, I feel is the way we place ourselves. You know, okay. you know, some producers actually took the necessary steps, while some didn't. You understand? Some some producers actually begged for these celebrities to use their productions to okay. to get to that stage they are. They are okay. You understand? While mm -hmm. some are, they actually you know took the actually necessary steps. So you can't blame the artists. Sometimes the fault might come from the producers too. Okay. You understand? Because they want that fame. So when they when they when they, when they get to that stage of that when they become famous, they now start making all sorts of um, complaints that the artist did not do this the artist because that was how you people started you know you started with this artist by not collecting money for him to jump jump on your beats. beats so why why do you not want him to start paying you after the whole uh, after the whole process you understand what i'm saying because yeah. there, there wasn't an agreement or this thing that okay i'm going to do this for, for you for free when you blow, when the song blows, I'm going to get a certain percentage or this. There no agreement. So you can't blame this artist. Some of these complaints, if you check the whole the whole this thing well, you know that it's from the artist, it's from the producer, okay. not the artist. You understand? So that's my own take in that aspect. Okay. So um now, like you've rightly said, you've worked with a lot of celebrities so far yeah is there any artist out there any you know celebrity artist out there that you still wish you want to work with um well i i love i love a lot of um nigerian artists but i in this my level of um experience in music and my career mm -hmm. you know i don't force things you know okay when when and when when any of those artists comes my way definitely Will definitely work you understand yeah. so what what me i'm doing is just taking to my lane right now i'm trying to redefine my music you understand mm -hmm. yeah and still making money from my production, production. and if 
forget that the name no day up there yet but yeah. i'm still actually working all right what yeah, about what about you know up because I, I i used to hear a lot of this from upcoming artists because i also have a series meant for upcoming artists and at times when i talk with them they tell me like oh it's hard getting a well-known producer to work with like if all these producers once they don't work with all these celebrities mm. they know they like to they work with upcoming you know yeah. artists you as a music producer are you in that aspect do you see because you work with the like of face house on town to face all star do you say you're not going to work with any upcoming artists or you're open to any artists as much as that artist is good and talented i work with every artist you know that is uh, i work with even quack very terrible the people they, 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 some people call me transformer <laughs> because i know how to transform a very very whack artist to a talented artist okay. you know because i've been doing that i've been doing that all my life and i still do that you now you know i i know how i transform artists and when it comes to recording when your song is when, when you come to record in my own place when if your song is not up to 70 80 percent you're not leaving the song is not leaving my studio that is how i operate okay you understand so i feel um when it comes to there are some producers that um, yes some producers actually do that they make their they, they make themselves difficult to reach i feel it's their foundation okay you understand because if you have a very strong foundation you know that you need to always balance with um, upcoming, upcoming and known artists because you don't know the next celebrity yeah. you understand so i feel that's that's my own take on that all right so yes. you mentioned about you know being working with some you know quack artists and some artists where like, when they come their song has not been good yeah i said be there by a time an artist came to record and you're like ah guy now what for you wait to be this most time see what me i just do i tell them that their song is not good they need to re work on their uh, their craft and this thing but i still try as much as possible to make sure that song comes out well right, okay. basically you understand all right so um for every you know young and aspiring music producer that might be listening to us right now yeah what is that um guideline or that step that you might want to give them into starting their production if they want to go into production well i feel the major um guideline is for them to have that focus you know because if there is no focus in what whatever you want to do you're not going to achieve in the jack like you're not going to achieve anything so you need to have that focus and you need to know what you're doing. We have different aspects in music. Like now, me, I don't even produce anymore. I just do mixing and mastering. Because that I, I found out that that's like the aspect that I'm so good at. So most times I just bring up my, the guys I've taught how to, I, I still teach guys how to produce and mix too. So most times I just advise them to pick a particular one, a particular craft out of that music uh, industry. That if you okay, if you know you are so good with production, stick to that production. If you know you're good with mixing, stick. So most times I just call guys to come do productions for me. You understand? So I don't produce anymore, except for some certain people that will be like, ah, guy, now you and what may you do this production for me? Yeah, I don't mind if it take two months. Just do a small small. So those are the those are the exceptional. Like those are the people I still do their productions for them. So basically, you just need to have that focus. You understand? And know what you're doing. You understand? Basically, that is my advice for them. All right. So um, before you go, there's something you just mentioned now, which mm -hmm. just you know occurred to me that. A lot of people might also not know the difference. You might be mentioned you really don't do production much. What you do yeah. is max. Uh, yeah, that is a vocal engineering. Uh -huh. yeah. So now let's just let's just break it down. What exactly does a music producer mm. do in a song? Like just the 
one to Z or one to three that a music producer does in a song? As a music producer, you it's slashed into different segments, you know. Okay. You know, we have the music producer like people that don't even do anything; they just they just direct you. Okay, like you understand? Bus here, uh, yeah, bus uh, you understand? Then we we have the ones that write. Okay. We have the ones we have instrumentalists. The yeah, music producer. Yeah. Okay. Then we have these vocal engineers. Engineers. Okay. So we have different segments Segment. of. You understand? So just be, you, we are all music producers. You understand? So but you need just need to know where you where you belong to. You understand? So you don't just jump pack everything together. Because if you if you if you if you major on one particular one, you be a master in that craft. You understand? You know what you're doing. So when when you when you when you charge someone with authority, they'll know that okay, this person knows what he's doing. Let us give this person his job. You understand? Yeah, so yeah. it's just like that. All right. So um, thank you very much for being on the podcast today. I really really appreciate you giving me your time and you know being here on the podcast, making this happen. Thank you. And um, just one last um question or one last you know thing i would just like to know before you go okay you rightly said you started as a you know um recording artist and your music is still ongoing yeah. is there any projects you're working on right about now for you personally yeah um i i, I had an i usually i drop i i this i have three albums now okay i drop albums so i had one was it last year i i think that was last year or was it up here I, I think last year or so so I have three albums, so I've not started recording yet, but I'm hoping to go into, I'll start recording by next month. Okay. You understand? Another project entirely. You understand? So I always try new things. So my first album is different from the second, also different from the third. So I always try to, you know, deviate from normal, normal stuff. stuff that people know about my music career but i still give them my normal regular stuff so whenever i do a project i give them like let's say 40 percent of the project the normal kind of music they know me for mm -hmm. then i still do that new kind of sound. music sound and something different that people have not heard before mm -hmm. so basically i have a single i drop the i usually drop my singles on my birthday july 28 so i have a single out there i tried i tried rapping i think that went where people actually really like the song you understand it's more of a corona kind of song so i was actually talking about the whole stuff going on inside corona still the title of the song is birthday so you can as well google the song and um check the song out so when, whatever you need to, whenever, whenever you you want to know what is what is going on with what what is still going, I know I have fans out there. So if you want to know what is still going on with Lil Prince Amin, he's now Prince Amin. I've I took you away the uh, so the Lil is not there. So you, when you search for Lil Prince Amin, it might still be bringing out the whole project. project. So when you want to know, if you want to know about the new project, just search for Prince Amin on Google. You see every new the, my new project and upcoming projects too. You understand and as and i'm still trying to i have this um artist i we dropped at the hippie for like a couple of weeks back okay. his name is sensei you okay. understand you should check the boy out too he's a very good and, and talented artist so we are working we're we're doing we're doing stuff a lot of projects are going to come out on the long run so just stay tuned all right thank you very much for being here i mean it's been a great pleasure talking to you and you know getting to know your music and your production journey thank yeah. you very much
With that, I have come to the end of the first episode of the Chacha Eatsmaker series on the Chacha Music Review Podcast. I hope you've enjoyed this episode as much as I did and I hope you've also learned one or two things about music production. So like, come your way with another episode. My name still remains a fist turnover, aka your musical plug, creator of the energy force. Peace out. Mm-hmm.